Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Cardiac Corner. I'm your host, Lee Clark. As always, joining me, my co-host, Andrew Sutton. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing great, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Okay, let's let's first get on to this. Did you see any of the Toronto, Phoenix, well, Arizona, Coyotes game the other night? I sure did, and as a, uh, like I said, as a Canadian citizen down here, you get a lot of Leafs highlights, unfortunately, but uh, you love a highlight when it goes this way. Definitely, I'll play the audio now, and we'll talk about it. His interference minor, kill it off, and then go to work. That is a 32 shot. Four from center ice! Oliver Ekman Larson! What the heck just I have happened? I've never seen a shorthanded goal from center ice, and the Coyotes have just tied it. Oliver Ekman Larson had no idea. None. What a way to get back in this hockey game. Throw the puck on net. We talked about it. Ten missed shots. Put it on net. A face-off win. He launches it. Okay, so that's the audio. So I, my question is, when did the Leafs find Vesta Toscola back? <laughs> uh, Matt, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, I mean, it happened to Toscola a few years ago, and, and that was all the media coverage. And, I mean, now it's happening to Jonathan Bernie. And the best part about this is they were two backup goalies to two very good goalies, and now uh, <laughs> similar circumstances a few years later. Definitely, definitely. I, I saw the shot, and, you know, being a goalie myself, I was like – wow, he really played that horribly. And the thing happened in the Hurricanes game last night, similar to Bernier. Um, one of our guys shot it in, and Jake Allen let it go. Because he, I guess he thought it was going to go wide and went off the post and it almost went in. And I, I guess these goalies are just getting too comfortable. They need to uh, wake up a little bit. Well, when you're coming in playing an aggressive team, like Phoenix is not – they're not playing for anything to to lose in particular right now. The only spot that I could think that they're going to lose in is a McDavid draft. And I mean, uh, for a lot of – like I, I just heard recently on ESPN that uh, it seems as though 
everything in Phoenix seems to be touchable. I mean Arizona, my bad. But everything in Arizona seems touchable, and the only untouchable is Shane Doan. So, I mean, for Ekman Larson, these are big games, and, I mean, if, if they're going to ship him, he's he's a valuable defenseman. And, I mean, for that to happen again to Toronto, I mean, this is what the media loves. This is what they, they, they love to drill on the Toronto Maple Leafs because for so long they've been so bad. And I feel I feel a little bit of sympathy, but at the same time, I mean, that's uh, you put yourself in those circumstances. And again, goaltending, you're coming out way too hard on that play. And I mean, yeah, as you said, you're a former goal, or you're a, you're a goaltender. You understand, you do not play it that aggressively. Yeah, definitely. He, he, you know, he, he came out and just he kind of got away from him, went right under his glove, and it was pretty crazy to see. You know, Toronto. No, I joked on them the last show, and I'm gonna joke on them again. Man, they are really choking here. I don't know if they're trying to. You know, throw the throw the games here and get into the McDavid sweepstakes or what they want to do, but they definitely got to step it up because there's a team here going right now. The Buffalo Sabres are absolutely playing horrible hockey right now. They can't get any goaltending. They can't get any goal scoring. They've lost 14 games in a row, and there's something's got to change in Buffalo. I know something, just something. They got to get better goaltending, better offense. I know they're trying to get McDavid, but they've got to start turning things around. And the weird thing is, at one point, they were, you know, completely on fire. And, I mean, they were one of the hotter teams. They came out slow out of the gate, and that really hurts a team when you can't figure out. And, I mean, they're not a terrible team. They do have good pieces. It's just they've been lacking that goaltending. And, I mean, last night was a perfect example. Vancouver plays Buffalo. Ryan Miller, former Buffalo goalie, comes in, plays his team for the first time since being in the Western Conference. And he absolutely stood on his head and outshined again. And, I, you know, you look at Buffalo, and I, I feel like if they would still have Ryan Miller, they would still have a decent chance. But let's face it, Jonas Enroth is not going to get you to the promised land. Um, the other thing that drives me absolutely insane is, as a, as, a, as a Canuck fan myself, and as everybody knows, I don't understand this whole Cody Hodgson situation. It's, it's just about as confusing as a Zach Cassian thing for me. Uh, and, and it's funny because they were both traded for each other, both healthy scratches. Uh, Hodgson didn't play last night. Cassian didn't play last night. And, I mean, it's uh, it's fitting, but it's funny, and I, I don't understand. These are two former first-round picks, and none of them are getting played. But at the same time, going back to what you're saying, Buffalo is a terrible team. They are they are just – they're awful. And, I mean, if they are purposely tanking, then we'll see at the draft. I mean, it happened last year. Edmonton had a terrible year. They didn't get the first-round pick, and Florida ended up winning the lottery with the new system. So, I mean, Ekblad seems to be doing wonders for Florida. Let's see what happens with McDavid. Maybe he goes to Buffalo, Carolina. Who knows where he's going? Well, you know, Carolina's really starting to step things up here lately. They've been playing uh, really well. They're 6-2-2 and two in their last uh, 10 games. Uh, they're really starting to step it up. Uh, you know, they sit nine points ahead of Buffalo and uh, five points ahead of Edmonton, and only uh, they're tied with Phoenix right now in points, and they're only five behind New Jersey and Columbus. So they, it's just weird with this team. We're going to do what we always do. We're going to make a run here uh, in the January, going into February. We'll make a run here, and we'll screw up our draft position, and we'll end up picking seventh and eighth like we did last year. And it drives me crazy because I know this team is, can be really good. I mean, they've had the goals in it. Uh, Kadobin got pulled last night after allowing uh, two goals on three shots, uh, put Ward in. Ward stood on his head, uh, really kept Carolina in the game, and, of course, they ended up losing in the shootout, uh, which seems to happen a lot to us. We lose in the shootout, especially when Ward's open in the Ward just to me is not a really good shootout goalie. Uh, I wish you know Ward could have feigned injury, put Kadobin back in there because Kadobin's a really shut down 
guy when it comes to shootouts. Uh, he has a much better record than Ward, and I think this Carolina team can do a lot of things. They just, uh, you know, big thing was not being healthy at the beginning of the year and having a lot of young guys, and uh, I think they can. They have some pieces to move. I think they make some moves here. Uh, I doubt we'll make the playoffs unless we go on some really crazy run here to end the season. Uh, but we can set ourselves up really good for next season, even if we don't get, you know, a top five draft pick. And for sure, I completely agree with that statement. I mean, the big thing with the Hurricanes is work ethic, and I, I keep saying that, and I said it last week too. And I, I really just believe that there's there's so many good, like there's so many talented players on this team, and it's I don't understand. Like you've got two Stall brothers who I think are two of the most uh, capable centers in the NHL. And, uh, like I said, going back to the worst thing that could have happened to these guys is Alexander Semin. I mean, you know what's really bad when your coach is calling you out about your work ethic? I mean, what happened to this guy? I understand he might not have the motivation or he's lacking motivation, but, I mean, I understand, in the same aspect, this guy is a 30-time, like, he's a 30-goal scorer. Like, I don't understand how he's playing so terrible. Um, and I watched that game last night because obviously I, I have some influence on the cardiac corner now that I got to watch some hurricane games. And uh, I said, you know, I couldn't believe it. Like it had opened two goals on three shots. It was blown away. I was like, the blues are going to run away with this game. And as soon as he stepped in, or as soon as, uh, as soon as Ward stepped in, he looked like the, the old Ward. And I mean, they battled and he stood on his head. And I mean, the hurricanes don't have an easy schedule. I do. I think they're going to be last. No, I, I definitely feel like they will. Be, they'll be. They'll be playing for that. Like I said, sixth or seventh round pick. But you got the Rangers, Ducks, Coyotes, and Sharks as your next couple of games. I mean, that's not an easy skit at all. But tonight, if they beat the Rangers, I mean, this month hasn't been all that terrible for them. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, the Rangers come in on a little skid themselves. Uh, just. They're a team that's just always up and down, up and down, uh, you know, during the regular season. And they've got the pieces to make another run for Stanley Cup. But I think they need to make a move to, to uh, get themselves really set. I mean, they've been playing. They've been a streaky team. They'll go on and win, you know, eight or nine, nine wins in a row, and then lose three in a row, four in a row, and it kind of throws them off. And they're very up and down. And they need, I think, a different kind of consistency. They can easily be a, a final team again this year. What was that last question there? Sorry, buddy. I couldn't under. Uh, it just kind of phased out there. Oh, I was just talking about the Rangers and uh, uh, how up and down they've been, and they can find some consistency. Uh, they can probably make up be a Stanley Cup final team again this year. Yeah, the big thing with them is which Lankovic shows up at any given time, and if St. Louis can connect. And I mean, you might not believe this, and I mean, I, I I'm a firm believer in what I'm going to say here, but. You know, the Rangers team misses Brad Richards. And, I mean, you can say what you will about how people might think or portray he was a bad player in in New York, but, I mean, he played valuable minutes. And now they don't have that kind of guy. They're relying heavily on their their punches of, like, you know, your St. Louis, your Haglins, your Criders. And, I mean, that's a good core of people. But, I mean, McDonough got hurt. I mean, Girardi was hurt for a little while, too. And those are your two best defensemen. And, Lankovist has been... He hasn't looked the same since losing that that Stanley Cup final game, the last one. I mean, uh, they look a little bit defeated, and I mean that's what happens. Uh, you know, I can tell you from ex- like from just watching my Canucks go from the Stanley Cup Finals, you go and you play in those finals, you come back next year on short rest, and it, it wears the team down. And I think that's what they're suffering from right now is that Stanley Cup hangover. Definitely, definitely, and some crazy things about tonight's game. Uh, I'll give some updates for the fans. 
Uh, Simon, Nesterfield, and John Michael Laws will all be back in the lineup for the Hurricanes tonight. Um, Ward was originally slated to start tonight's game, but, you know, he played just about the full game, uh, plus every time he shot last night uh, for Kadobin. Uh, there's not been a confirmed starter for tonight, uh, but it looks like they'll be leaning toward Ward. Kadobin started all the games against Rangers this season, and uh, here's a crazy stat. He's got a 1.64 goals against average and a 9.54 save percentage in three appearances against the Rangers. And they were all losses, 0-2-1 record. That's insane. That is insane. Those are insane numbers. You still there? Sorry, it, just the communication. Oh, it's all right. Uh, hopefully these things will get worked out here soon. Um, yeah, no, you know, it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's going to be crazy to see who they start tonight, uh, you know, see which direction the Canes want to go. If they want to try to put on a win streak here and get things going and uh, make an outside shot to make the playoffs and get some hope here, uh, you know, dialed in for the rest of the season. And it's going to be a good game tonight. Uh, going to the playoff standings, update everybody. Nothing's really changed um, in the playoffs uh, since we last had our last show. Uh, the only ch- changes is uh, – Right now, Tampa Bay will be playing New York, and Pittsburgh will be playing Washington uh, in those matchups from yeah. last week. Um, so, but you know, there's still a lot of time. But, uh, there's a lot of interesting matchups. You know, the Kings are out there on the outside looking in. Uh, they're one point behind Calgary. Uh, it's be interesting to see if Calgary can keep up this uh, this streak here and keep it going. Uh, it will be interesting to see if. Los Angeles can make a run, or even Colorado or Dallas. Uh, it will be interesting in the Western Conference. Uh, like I, I watch enough Western Conference games. I mean, just being a Canuck fan, I can tell you right now, I don't think the Kings will make it this year. They've got too many problems. Uh, Mike Richards being bought out now is a huge distraction. Well, not bought out, but I mean sent to the minors, which is a lack of a better term, being bought out. Um I, they've got so many little issues, and I feel like it's wearing on them. And I and I said again, like the Stanley Cup hangover, they've had a long few seasons here, and I, you can tell even with their captain Dustin Brown how tired they look. And I mean, they're not they don't have the same spark that they usually have. Dallas might. It depends what happens here, like which Leighton shows up. And I, I'm all about goaltending. And I mean, as a former goaltender yourself, myself, and as a goaltender yourself, I mean, you, you got to realize that's the biggest position in hockey. If you don't have a guy who can backstop you, then you know that you're pretty much SOL. Um, right now, I just feel like Dallas needs Leighton to step up his game to what it was last year. Uh, Sagan's played great. You can't say anything. Jamie Benn's been very quiet. Uh, you need him to break out of his shell a little bit here, and uh, you just need to get all fires going. Calgary, don't know if they'll keep up the pace. They are a great team right now. Um, look for them to kind of phase out. I don't feel like they'll make it. Maybe hold on to that eight spot for two, three points at a time, but we'll we'll see. Like I mean, it's so unpredictable right now, especially with the division realignments. I mean, no guy knows what's going on. Um, and after watching that Pittsburgh-Washington game this week where Washington absolutely just thumped 4 nothing over the Pens, I, I have to believe that Washington at this point is a better team. Um, Holtby's standing on his head. Flurry's had a great season, don't get me wrong. I mean, Holtby is having a bounce-back season after being pulled 13 times last year. He's having a hell of a season statistically right now. 
And uh, it will be interesting to see what the Caps do. Ovechkin's lighting it up again. I mean, this is a scary team. Yeah, they are. They very are. They are, and uh, they've gotten some great goals. And Holby has been phenomenal for Washington uh, this year. He's. It seems like I've been playing a guy in fantasy hockey, and he for two weeks in a row now uh, in different leagues. He has Holby, and I've, he's gotten at least one shutout in both weeks, and it's just been crazy. Uh, you know, Trotz knows his defense, and that's one thing that Washington was always really lacking. You know, Vetskin's really stepped up his game. He's starting to become a more uh, defensive player. He's, uh, you start seeing him uh, back-checking a lot more, and, and that's really helped Washington a lot. 100%. I mean, Ovechkin was notorious, as we all know, from one video clip against, I can't remember what Shima was, I believe it was the Oilers, where there was zero backcheck on his behalf, and people criticized him for being a, a 76 or 80-point guy, but being a minus 35. I mean, he's a great player. He's figuring it out. Barry Trost is a phenomenal coach. Uh, I mean, it's really worked out for Nashville with LaViolette, and it's working out, uh, it's working out perfectly for Washington with Trotz. I mean, the guy's a defensive coach, and no offense to Adam Oates. Adam Oates was an offensive player his entire career. I mean, he was a very good two-way player, but he never particularly shined on the defensive side of what Washington had. I mean, Mike Green is a great defenseman. Um, I mean, the, the, like, picking up, going and picking up, I feel like a guy like Brooks Orpec was a huge thing for their decor. Um, they're great. I, I, I enjoy watching Capitals games, and last year you couldn't pay me enough to watch a capital game unless they were playing Vancouver I mean there is zero interest in that aspect um but yeah no good for Ovechkin I'm, I'm happy to see him do well 29 on the year right now and you know what I definitely feel like he'll score 45 or 50 this year definitely definitely uh we got a couple games uh going on right now in NHL we have Washington Montreal all tied up at zero in the second period in Detroit and the Islanders have just uh Went underway, still 0-0 about 15 minutes ago. We also have Arizona and Ottawa tonight, L.A. and Boston, Toronto, Philly, Florida, New Jersey, Dallas, Winnipeg, Columbus, Tampa Bay, Edmonton, Calgary, uh, Blackhawks, and the Sharks, and the Hurricanes and Rangers. Is there any game tonight that really sticks out to you as an important game going forward for any team? Uh, In particular, um, the biggest... Biggest, I guess, uh, game of the week, and I mean, it's not, this is going far out of left field, but it, you have to think that the Edmonton-Calgary game might be the biggest game of the night, just to the fact that this rivalry has always been massive, um, but in another aspect, a guy like, or a team like Edmonton uh, has nothing to lose, so they're going to throw everything at, Cal- at Calgary, and Calgary needs these points. These are bad teams that they need to beat on and win these points. I mean, two points or not, like I said, that's going to carry you at the end of the year if you're only three points ahead of that ninth-place team. I mean, this is a big game for them. And uh, the other game that I like right now is is, uh, the Islander game, and I've been watching a little bit of it here as we've been talking. And, I mean, I love the Islander system, so I'm happy to see them firing. And, I mean, like I said last week, a fifth-round pick for Yaroslav Halak. Wow. Yeah, what a crazy skill for the Islanders there. And it's like we talked last week, picking up the defense when they picked up and Boyshock and Letty, and they've just been surprising. And uh, I, I don't know if they can keep this up. You know, I don't know if Halak can keep it up. You know, it, it may be like the Halak with the Blues where he, he was phenomenal in the regular season and gets to the postseason and just blows it away. 
Um, it's just be interesting to see if this team can keep it up the whole year. If the team can stay healthy, you know, they lost a big piece in that post, so he's gone six to eight weeks. Um, you know, that that really hurts a team in, in New York. But, you know, I think they have the pieces they can fit in, you know, they can get them partway through the way. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep it up the rest of the season. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with everything you're saying, man, 100%. I would have to say, you know, you know, my game of the week, you know, at night, you know, I would have to go with the, you know, I really like the Edmonton Calgary game. I'm gonna have to go with the Dallas Winnipeg game. You know, Dallas is sitting four points out of a playoff spot right now. Winnipeg's in right now as uh, their first wild card with 60 points. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see. I think that's gonna be a game. You know, I, I can't, I cannot stand any team that is head coached by Paul Maurice. I cannot stand Paul Maurice. I don't like the guy, you know, but it's, I, I can't. I can never pull for Winnipeg. I'll never have one of the players on my fantasy teams. So I, I just don't like the guy, but you know, he, he's really got Winnipeg on a roll right now, and uh, it's been a team that's really surprised a lot of people this year. Uh, the big thing, and, and again, just being in a Canadian market with the Jets, uh, they're about as hyped as the Leafs are, and I mean, it's it's good to see them having a career year right now. Uh, since Atlanta, the departure, I mean, Atlanta, let's face it, last time they were in the playoffs, I believe, was probably 07 when they played the Rangers, and they still had Kovalchuk on their team. Um, I mean, this franchise needed a revamp, and as much as you might not like Paul Maurice, and I can totally understand why as a Canes fan, uh, he has come in there and done wonders for the Winnipeg organization. I mean, they came in last year where his first 10 games, he was 9-1. and one. Like, I mean, he's a very smart man. Yes, he's hard to listen to. Yes, he's a sometimes very egotistical coach. But uh, he's got that group firing. I mean, they've got great goaltending out of Hutchinson and uh, Pavlich, and I never thought Pavlich would be as good as he has been this year. There's been times where he's had the old shades of Pavlich where it's like you never know who's showing up between the pipes. But they've got uh, they've had big defensive issues. I mean, they lost uh, they lost Truba, they lost Enstrom. I mean, those are two huge parts of that defense, and they had been gone for a long time. And I mean, my MVP at this point to this season is Dustin Bufflin. Uh, he has stepped up enormously for that team. I mean, he's not producing as much points as he has, but he's become a very, very dependable defenseman. And uh, with a, like I said, with losing Truba on the power play, with losing Enstrom, who's also a great puck-handling defenseman that they use a lot of, I mean, for him to step up and do what he's been doing, it's been amazing. And I credit Paul Maurice for that, for playing him in both positions, on the right wing and defense. So, I mean, he's Mr. Versatile, and I, I like watching Buffalo's game. I like the Jets. I mean, they're coming a long way, but uh, do I think they'll make the playoffs this year? Yeah, talk to me next week. <laughs> All right, before you have to uh, leave here for work, uh, let's uh, talk about your team, the Canucks here. Um, the Canucks, uh, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They sit 7th in the Western Conference with 57 points. Got an interesting stretch here. You got Minnesota on uh, <clears throat> tomorrow and then Winnipeg, uh, Sharks, Pittsburgh, and then Minnesota again. You got an interesting uh, little five-game stretch here uh, to see what your team's going to do. Uh, you know, the goaltending's been solid. Uh, Vada has slowed down a little bit. It'd be interesting to see if he can uh, start picking it back up again. If he, if he can start picking it back up again, man, ooh, this team might be uh, uh, something to watch out for. Yeah, and like, and this is a biased opinion. I mean, Verbata, yeah, he scored again last night. I mean, that's I think that's 19 or 20 on the year right now. I think it's 19. Um, anyways, they look like the team last night. I mean, yeah, you're playing Buffalo. It's it's not really much of a game. 
Um, but you're going – those are the teams that you need to beat. And this year, unlike last year, these are the teams that Vancouver couldn't win against last year. We couldn't beat the Buffaloes. We couldn't beat the Arizona Coyotes. We couldn't beat those teams um, that were lower ranked. But every time we played a higher divisional team, we put our A game on. Um, do I do I think the Canucks will make the playoffs? Yeah, I, I do. I think we'll sit second in the Pacific. I don't think we're going to get any farther than that. I mean, Anaheim is obviously going to win that division. I think they're too strong of a team. Um, but I don't. I, I, there's still there's a few little puzzle pieces I think that the Canucks need to add. They need to figure out that what they're doing with Cassian. I mean, this is a really unfortunate situation with this kid. He's only 20, 23 years old, but uh, he put up. He put up career numbers last year, and now he's at five points, and we're halfway through the season. He's been healthy scratch 17 times. I mean, this is this is not something that you expect out of a first-round player, and especially the trade that they made for Hodgson, I mean, uh, who was offensively coming into his own in Vancouver a little bit before they traded him. Um I don't, I don't know what to predict in this next coming little stand. The Penguins are always a, a tough team to play against, as everybody knows. But I mean, the last time we beat them, uh, we put Eddie Lack in net and we won three nothing. So I mean, who's to say we don't get another outcome like that? Uh, at Minnesota, hit and miss with me. I mean, Minnesota's been hot. They're not. I mean, Mike Yo can't control his players. He can't control himself. We'll see what happens there. Um, I think the Canucks take that game four one. That's just my opinion. And don't forget that that game got moved uh, time-wise to go before the Super Bowl because it was a huge issue in Canada here. Is everybody wants to watch the Super Bowl on Sunday, and uh, that game was supposed to be slated at that time, and it got uh, got moved so that you could watch the game and then watch the Super Bowl. So uh, classic move by the NHL, and we'll, uh, we'll see. I hope my Canucks can make a push here in the next uh, couple weeks, and we'll see again. Like I said, hopefully we make the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all really get into American football that much up in Canada? Hey, man, I throw up the X. I'm a big Des Bryant fan. I'm a big, uh, I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Have been for 15 years, but uh, it's if we got the, as, as everybody knows, we have the CFL, which seems to take up a lot of uh, take up a lot of people's time. Um, the Riders have the 13th man. The Seahawks have the 12th man. Um, John Ryan is from my hometown, and he threw uh, the biggest touchdown. I think for the Seahawks this year during that fake punt. So it's, it's cool to see. I'm, I'm pretty wrapped up. There's not a big uh, amount of NFL fans, but the ones that are here, we're pretty loyal to uh, whatever team we have. But uh, my predictions is uh, is a Tom Brady. Don't care about the deflate gate or whatever we're talking about. Tom Brady's throwing four touchdown passes, two of them to Gronk, two of them to Edelman, and the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. And I'm going to have to go with uh, the Seahawks in this. I, I just, you know, Russell Wilson was a phenomenal quarterback. You know, I got to see him play down here in North Carolina uh, against my Blue Devils with the pack. And then, uh, of course, you know, he's a great baseball player as well. Actually been drafted by the Rangers and is actually on the Rangers roster as well. And I, I just think uh, they're going to step it up. You know, defense will step up. It's going to be interesting to see if Richard Sherman even plays. You know, his uh, girlfriend is in about to have a baby here, and it may happen on Super Bowl Sunday and don't know if he's going to play or not, depending on what happens. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think it's going to be Seahawks 28, Patriots 21, Seahawks go back-to-back. We'll see. I like it. uh, I'll I'll place a friendly wager. If the Seahawks win, I'll wear a Seahawks jersey. And if the Patriots win, you should wear a Pats jersey. All right. That sounds good. 
That, that sounds good. That, that will definitely do that. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Definitely. We'll have, have to get that going. All right, man, I, I know you got to go to work, man, so I will let you go here and uh, have a good day at work, and uh, we'll be back next week uh, for another show. You betcha. You guys, uh, thank you for your support on Facebook. Go ahead and like us, the Cardiac Corner. Uh, right now, we're trying to trying to you know break into the to the aspect and the market of things, and it's in a, not an easy go for us. But we uh, we love doing this for you guys, and we uh, appreciate any feedback. So if you have any comments on the show, just send a comment on the on the Facebook profile page, um, and Lee and ourselves will get back to you. We're we're pretty uh, pretty good guys that way. So. But anyways, thanks for the Cardiac Corner, and uh, thanks, Lee, for having me again, brother, eh? Yeah, have a great weekend, man, and um, I'll get up with you sometime this weekend, and we'll get a show up for uh, next week. You bet, you guys. Have a good one. Have a good one, man. Bye-bye.